Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kipley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. So I am sitting with Randy Casey. She represents Goldstein's Funeral Home. And we were able to speak briefly about this space and what it looks like today, interfaith families and how they approach uh, funeral planning and the like. Listen in. Okay, so I'm here with Randy to discuss funeral planning. Really a boss in the female mortician-led space. Uh, Really excited to have a power player that can discuss all things funeral planning. You know, give us some guidance as far as this chapter of our lives that we all have to take, especially as caregivers when we are um, preparing you know, our questions, concerns for our families at at end stages. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And uh, tell us about the funeral home, where you're located, and um, a little bit about your journey in this space. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Randy Goldstein Casey, and I'm part of Goldstein's, Rosenberg's, Raphael Sachs Funeral Home. We're located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the East Oak Lane section of Philadelphia, which is on the Montgomery County border. And we're also located, excuse me, in Southampton, Pennsylvania, which is in Bucks County. I was literally born into the business. My grandfather and great uncle started it. I started working for the funeral home when I was 18 and decided when I graduated uh, with my bachelor's degree that I wanted to go on to mortuary school because I really liked what we were doing, like the thought of helping people through a rough time. So I've been a licensed funeral director since I was 25, and I've been one of the owners of the company in recent years. I've moved up in the ranks. Wow, good for you, good for you. So what struck me about um, the information submitted about the, the funeral home and your business is the statement about families, interfaith families, and the different requests that come in around cremation, around what the service will look like. And so that was a curious point for me in terms of what's trending, what you're seeing, um, especially the financial times that we're in, people opting for uh, lesser um or cumbersome costs around putting their loved ones to rest. So can you speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, In our industry nationwide, cremation is rapidly growing for many reasons. And one of the number one reasons is cost factor. It's less expensive. Due to the fact that we are mainly a Jewish funeral home, we serve the Jewish population in our area. Our cremation rate is well below average, but it is still growing. And funerals have become more personalized, whether it's a cremation or a burial. People want to have speakers. They want to show videos or sometimes music played. So services, in effect, have gotten longer, um, which makes it difficult when you're trying to schedule and accommodate everyone, depending on, you know, we run our funerals out of our funeral homes mainly, or we do them at the cemeteries. Uh, There are sometimes we go to synagogues or churches and stuff, but Going back to your question about interfaith, there's no such thing as like an interfaith funeral per se, but we deal with interfaith families. So a lot of times we'll get a call from the 
person who is not Jewish, that their Jewish partner, spouse, whatever has passed, and they want to know how to do a funeral and respect their wishes. And of course, we walk them through it. But the other side of the coin is we can do the non-Jewish service as well. It's not a problem. And people don't realize that. And people can be buried together at cemeteries, you know, whether you're in a mixed marriage or not. So those are questions that we help them get through and explain how the process works. Yeah. So uh, tell me about the cost, um, comparing and contrasting the current cost of a cremation versus a, a funeral itself and burial and, um, you know, where where things are trending. So an average funeral today can be anywhere between like eight and $12,000. We give a ballpark. There's no way to give you a, an exact because everyone picks different different things. Right. Depending on if they're having the service in our facility, at the cemetery only, at a different facility, like a synagogue or a church. The casket is a huge factor when it comes to burials, depending on what you pick. And my charge does not normally, does not include cemetery charges. They have their own charges and sometimes does not include clergy, depending on if you're a member, you know, depending on if you're getting the person to officiate or we are. Um, cremation, there's different factors in that too. There's cremation with memorial services, cremation with rental casket services. Um, they vary from, let's say, $4,000 on up in general. And that's also the variables in that would be, do they want newspaper notices? How many death certificates? If it's a memorial or rental casket service, do they want um, limousines? You know, like, again, there's all variables. So there's, we ballpark it until we sit down with you specifically and go through everything. There's no way to get an exact. Right. Absolutely. But in terms of someone who's saying, you know what, I don't want this burden to fall on my children or my family. How much should I be planning for? You know, is it, it sounds to me like, you know, at least upwards of 20K to, you know, satisfy all of these variables and these items uh, aside. Uh, do you sit with families to pre-plan to, I, I know that there's been some funeral, uh, actually cemeteries even that do like payment plans, et cetera. Uh, what are those offerings? Um, we work with our families uh, every, again, it's handled differently on each situation, but um, for the most part, you prearrange today's, at today's price to save money down the line. Uh, we can't guarantee what we call third-party charges, which would be death certificates, newspaper notices, clergy. So sometimes there's a little bit of a difference when the person actually dies. And depending on the family that we're sitting with and what they need, we give them time to pay it out, you know, up to a year, two years. Some of them pay it very quickly because they're doing what they call a spend down theory to get into a nursing home or a facility, you know, assisted care. So that again, it it it's not an exact science. It really it varies which each family we sit with. But yes, we work with you and we understand it's a lot of money and you know and if you're buying cemetery ground and you have to take care of all that, it's even more money. You know, we get it. It's a lot. Are you a geriatric care professional that is in need of continuing education credit? Check out our online geriatric certification courses. They are accredited by Evergreen Certification. Visit us at impactfulcaregiving.com.
So when you say one to two years, this is post-mortem or this is no, pre? No, um, pre. So when you're pre-arranging a service, um, a lot of times we give the family one year to pay us in full. If they should die during that year, the person who the pre-arrangement is for, we usually require payment at the time of the funeral or, you know, quickly thereafter. Yeah, we don't we don't give the same thing for an actual what we call an at need funeral. But then again, it all depends on the, the situation as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not we'll, we will work with our families. We so, get it. Yeah. Yeah. So being comfortable clearly around death. How do you have this conversation, you know, internally, even in your own life, your own family, your girls, you know, how do you say, you know, what's your narrative, not to give you any leading uh, adjectives, what's your narrative around uh, caskets and dead bodies and so forth? You mean as in encouraging people to do a prearrangement or just in general? Just in general, when you're speaking, you know, when even I, I would assume you've already had this conversation with your your own children by the nature of the beast. But or even when you're sitting with multi-generational families that are bringing grandkids in, et cetera, uh, you know, what's the conversation look like? So growing up in this and my kids growing up in this, when you're dealing with your own personal family, it's very, um, very matter of fact. You know, like if there's no, there's no hiding it. Like they're used to it. it. It doesn't even face us when talking to other family, like, you know, people outside of my family, then you have a little, you know, it's a little softer, you know, you, you, you kind of, you, you're not as blunt. Um, The narrative <laughs> would be like, it depends on the situation. Like people ask all the time. Um, Like I say, you know, you need to bring clothing in for your mom to be dressed in They're like, well, what should we dress her in? I'm like, you can dress her in anything you want. And sometimes if they're kind of getting stressed out about it, I'll lighten the mood and say, well, I already told my kids I want to be in a tank top shorts and flip-flops. Cause I know where I'm going. It's going to be hot, you know, like just to, you know, break up the, and it gets people to laugh. It gets them to relax. And it's like, whatever you want them in, you want them in, you know, a dress, you want them in pants, you want them in a t-shirt, it, it doesn't matter. Like the formality of it is gone. Like it's whatever you choose is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about caskets, that doesn't really come up in conversation. Um, people might ask what the cost factor is, but they don't really ask that much. I mean, people, when they find out you're a funeral director, tend to either ask very silly, funny questions, like, has this ever happened? Or they kind of steer clear of it because it creeps them out. the other I would think yes yes Um, so one of the things I get asked a lot though is how do you approach the conversation with aging parents or spouses about making a prearrangement yeah so and if your parents are dead set against talking about it one of the things you can say to them is so have you and dad decided like where you want to be buried like a cemetery you know like just start the conversation that way and they say oh well we want to be cremated and then you're like oh okay well now I know what you want and and then you know go from there like have you ever thought about you know get let's get everything down while you're still able to make choices and and other times we get a lot of phone calls from parents saying that they don't want the burden to fall on their children and they want to take care of everything and then we say to them please make sure your children know yeah. Yeah. 
and they don't want to hear about it. They'll say, oh, we don't want to talk about this. And basically just say, don't want, we don't have to talk about it, but here's the phone number you need to call when it happens. It's all taken care of. So mm -hmm. there's that, that I think is more the narrative in my world than actually discussing, you know, what I want or what my kids, you know, that, that really doesn't come up. I and mean, my parents are still living and I'm not quite sure what they want. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So are you all still in, in this industry doing the, you know, funeral booklets that actually help guide that conversation? Like, you know, uh, the pre-planner, if you will, that has a, uh, what music do you want to play? What, you know, et cetera. We have that. We can email like a letter out to family showing all of our prices and what exactly entails in making a prearrangement. You can go on our website, which is goldsteinsfuneral.com and check that out. But if you contact Goldstein's Rosemary's Rayfield Sex at any point, whether you email us, call us, we can send you whatever you need to help start the process. We have a couple of different ways of sending stuff okay. to family. And do you do remote uh, services of any kind still post-COVID? Um, you mean like Zoom and live stream? Yeah. All yeah. All we um Zoom Zooming services outside of our building, uh, we do that probably every day. It's not going away. People want a recording of it. We we record them. Um, live stream was a thing prior to COVID, because you know people have family members out of the country, out of the state, and they're not making it in. But obviously, it's grown since COVID and. We actually live stream every service. We don't always send out a link, but we have a copy of it. So if the family comes back and asks, unless they specifically say they don't want it recorded, and then we don't. But um, yeah, we have it. And that, it's that's not going to go anywhere. If anything, it's going to actually keep growing in the mm -hmm. funeral industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Um, it's important conversation, and it is a constant reminder that we do need to sit with our families, handle our business, you know, walk out decision making in real time, in real living time. So I'm very uh, happy to have had you as a guest. So thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Yes. And uh, tell us again how uh, a guest can find you if interested. Um, you can look up our funeral home online. Our funeral home name again is Goldstein's Rosenberg's Raphael Sachs. Um, we are on the, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are, um, we have a website that's uh, Goldstein's with an S funeral one word dot com. And you can always contact us by phone. It's, um, you want me to, I can give you the phone number if you like. 215 927 5800. We are, we work seven days a week, 365 days a year. There's always someone answering the phones. You always get one of us and you know, anyone wants any information will happily regular mail it, email it. We do uh, arrangements via zoom even, or, you know, over, you don't even have to come in. We can do it by phone and by a DocuSign if that makes it easier for a family. But oh, yeah, wow. we're always, we're always open and there for you if you have questions or concerns. Okay, well, thanks so much again. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Great information right from the source. For more information on how to caregive like a boss, check out impactfulcaregiving.com. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.